Hey, are you there? Hey, yeah, I'm here. Awesome. So I have Elena. Is that how you say it? Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. I have Elena here from Just So Elena, who is one of my great blogging friends. And I'm so excited to have you here recording with me. Oh, I'm so excited to, yeah, get to do the interview. And thanks so much for letting me be a part of your podcast. Of course. So I'm going to talk, I, or no, not me. Um, I put together some questions for Elena just about like wellness and just wellness in general. And like, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So how about you just introduce yourself real quick for the people who don't already know you? Okay, awesome. Um, I'm 16. I'm Australian and I'm a lifestyle and well-being blogger. I talk a lot about well, well-being and mental health as well as daily life with a chronic illness over my blog. Yeah, so that's what I kind of used to make the questions for this episode. Awesome. So I thought I'd just start off, just kind of hop right into it and start off with just having you tell, if you're okay with that, your whole like chronic illness story and journey. Yeah, I'm totally good with that. (laughs) Mind you, it's a little bit confusing because we still don't exactly understand a lot of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I kind of started when I was eight and I was perfectly happy, healthy kid. And then out of nowhere, I got an unknown virus and I got extremely sick and I was very unwell for quite a few months and I had to stop school and no one knew what was going on with me. I was at the hospital every day with heart monitors. Um, They just did billions of tests, but they never figured out what it was and it finally went away. But I had ongoing fatigue ever since and, like, my body just was never the same. I got sick all the time. Like, it was just so weird. And, like, they never figured anything out. And so life kind of went on after that um, until I turned 11. And growing up, I was a major horse crazy girl. Like, I was that girl in your class that, like, basically eat breathed and sleeped horses like Me too, everything girl. I did oh really oh I just love horses <laughs> <laughs> um I'd been riding since I was little and I'd never fallen off until then I'd always managed to stay on and the pony that I was riding decided to well didn't decide but got spooked by another horse and took off and I couldn't pull the pony up before he managed to buck me and I landed on the top of my head and I flipped and body slammed onto my back. Uh, Yeah, pretty scary for a first fall and I had to go to the hospital and basically ended up with a um, pretty mild concussion but really bad whiplash. But again, all they said was, oh, no broken neck, you don't need an MRI, nothing like that. So I just went home and started getting these vertigo attacks where my vision would go. Um, I'd get horrible head pain, couldn't see. Um, oh, yeah, obviously vision would go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just dropped to the ground out of nowhere. It made no sense. And that went on for two years. And I struggled at school. 
my anxiety just spiked out of nowhere and it took two years to finally get an answer and I was diagnosed by a behavioral ophthalmologist that I had um, post-traumatic vision syndrome. So my the signals between my eyes and my brain don't match up. So everything, sounds, lights, all of that just sets off my whole nervous system, which then goes into uh, about nine months later, I got severe food poisoning and ended up with a very bad stomach bug that went undiagnosed for six months that completely destroyed my stomach, therefore destroying my entire um, nervous system. So now I deal with chronic pain on the daily and IBS. (laughs) So, yeah, that's basically what we've managed to figure out. But again, all of it's kind of unknown in bits and pieces. So that's basically my journey so far. We're still trying to figure out in the medical merry-go-round that is medical system with chronic illness what exactly has caused a lot of things. That's awful. I'm so sorry. It's okay. And I did warn you it was long and confusing. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought I'd just kind of ask you some questions for maybe advice for other people too. So starting off, what is the hardest part about having chronic illness and struggling with your health? Uh, that would definitely, probably the two worst things be losing your teenagehood, basically. Um, because while all my friends have got boyfriends, going out to parties, going to school, spending time together, I've pretty, mu- pretty much been stuck in bed or on the couch for the past two years because of pain. Um, so that's definitely the really tricky bit and just learning to manage it so finding ways to distract myself um eating and things because that causes awful 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 pain and trying to find ways that I can still live life which is part of the reason I started my blog because being bed bound um you've got to find ways to keep yourself busy so you basically stay sane (laughs) yeah and then so, yes. what? Hmm? So, yeah, that's, like, my tip. <laughs> <laughs> what has helped you deal with it the most? kind of already said a little bit, but... Definitely blogging uh, because it brought me this whole community that I never knew existed. Like, before, when I first got sick, I had no idea that other teenagers were going through it and I felt so, so alone and, like, obviously terrified because I had no idea what was going on. Um, so blogging definitely made a huge difference, especially when I started actually talking about it because for the past first six months of having my blog, I didn't want anyone to know I was sick. None of my friends knew I was sick. Like I lost so many of my friends cause I just kind of fell off the face of the planet and no one really noticed. So when I started talking about it, I made all these, all these new online friends, but they understood what I was going through and I was able to help some people as well at the same time by talking about what I was going through. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that about the blogging community. I feel like you can just find people that you relate to all over and it's amazing. Yeah, especially if you want to travel because then you always know people around the world. Oh my gosh, that'd be a dream, like going around and meeting everyone. (laughs) That would be the best. (laughs) So what have you learned throughout your journey 
just about yourself, about life, kind of just um, anything? About myself, definitely that I'm stronger than I ever thought I was in that I two years ago could never have imagined having to deal with the things that I am now and trying to maintain a positive attitude definitely isn't always easy but something I try to do and I guess with life I've learned that I guess everything kind of happens for a reason because had I not gotten sick I wouldn't be getting to work on the things that I am today and I wouldn't be connected with the people I am and I wouldn't probably wouldn't even be blogging so it's looking for the positives and everything oh yeah that's how do you how what are like some ways that you stay positive throughout it all because obviously being positive and like having a good mindset is so key um probably the main one is having positive memories so going on last minute movie nights if we can afford it or um just laughing with my mom just chilled things or going to the beach just little things when I'm feeling up to it that I really enjoy that I can then look back on and laugh about when I'm not feeling well yeah Um, that's That's awesome basically the best thing that's helped me stay positive as well as following people that inspire me or that are going through tough times as well and seeing if they so can I oh yeah I love like you have to make social media like a positive place yes so important especially after reading the blog post you did for teen talk I did like a massive declutter and it made the biggest difference. Now every time I go onto my Instagram, I'm like so happy and I don't feel so bleh afterwards. Oh, yeah. Like if if an account doesn't like inspire you or like if you don't feel good after like looking at an account or watching a YouTuber or whatever, then you shouldn't be following it. No. And especially with everything that like goes on now with Photoshopping and Facetune and things, I didn't realize how badly that was affecting like my self-image until I just unfollowed all of them Mm -hmm. and it's like oh now I can go on there and not like compare myself the entire time and actually learn things and get inspired instead of just yeah feeling really bad about myself which is nice exactly and I feel like it's also like your mindset because like if you're in a bad mindset where you just want to like when you're like if you are just comparing yourself then maybe don't go on Instagram for a bit yeah, because even if it's not on your feed, it'll be on the, uh, what's it called, that big, uh, not marketplace, the feed that they make you that aren't the people that are following you. But if you go on that, there'll be tons and tons and tons of people that you've followed in the past. Oh, yeah. And it's not a good idea to go on that if you're not feeling up to it. I'm going to ask a few just like lighter questions that I thought would be interesting. Okay. So what is the best part about living in Australia? Oh, that's a tricky one. Um, I definitely say the beaches. I, up until uh, last year, I had only seen the beach like three, four times my entire life because I lived in small country towns. But now that I get like traveling up to Cairns where I live now and living like five minutes away from the beach. Oh, that's amazing. my favorite thing ever mind you I'm not game to swim because we have saltwater water 
Uh, in summer, yes. In winter, not so much. It's absolutely freezing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in, like, California and, like, more warm places, the water's, like, really warm in the summer, but here it's always freezing unless it's, like, the Puget Sound. Really? Like, not even in summer? Yeah, not even in summer. Like, the ocean is still freezing. Oh, I'm not good with the cold. I don't think I could swim in the beach if <laughs> it was freezing, freezing. When you get more into, like, lower Oregon and, like, California, then they're all warm and nice. And some, like, lakes are really warm here. Like, there's really good lakes where I'll swim. But, like, you can't really last oh, very nice. long in the ocean here. Mm, you need a wetsuit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's so cool. Um, what do you love most? Oh, yeah, I never really asked you much about your blog. So how about you just introduce your blog real quick and then tell us uh, maybe what you like most about it and, like, what you love about blogging and everything? Okay, well, like I said earlier on, it's a lifestyle and well-being blog and I talk a lot about chronic illness. Um, I'm trying to talk more about mental health, but that does terrify me slightly. <laughs> um, I do a lot of lifestyle style posts and just like healthy living. I've got a series that I started, hashtag teen talk, where once a month a blogger or non-blogger shares a difficult life experience they've been through and advice that they would give for others. And I've now made the option for people to do it anonymously because some of the posts I've had recently are like absolutely like amazing and inspiring that they're willing to share that but I can't imagine how scary that would be (laughs) since they are traumatic experiences so I've made it so that people have the option to do it anonymously because obviously like you and I are comfortable with our writing being out on the internet but I fully understand not everyone is oh yeah um I did a teen talk with you I think in August of last year yeah you did it was awesome (laughs) I feel like I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like mine was feel boring, like but like it's fine. <laughs> it was not at all. <laughs> it was so helpful, honestly. The amount of comments I got on it, it was great, and it's something people don't always take into consider because with social media, you go onto social media, and if you're following, like we we're saying earlier, if we got if you're following accounts that make you feel bad that's going to have a humongous impact on your mental health and like body image and self-confidence is such a major issue in teenagers. Like I know that's something I struggle with. Oh yeah. It's yeah. So it was not a boring post at all. (laughs) Make sure after you listen to the podcast, you go and read her um, brain fog. Sorry. Teen talk post. It'll be on under the teen talk um, area on my menu menu ah brain fog sorry (laughs) no worries and just for the listeners her blog is is it hips or ww uh www.justsoalina.com yeah there you go go check it out go follow and her instagram's at just so elena yes (laughs) um so yeah that's probably my favorite things about my blog yeah Honestly, I'm a big fan of them. (laughs) Thanks. What blogs, YouTubers, and podcasts are you currently loving? Oh, that's a hard one. There's so many. I know. Um, 
blog wise, I really love Ellie Blankley's post. I think that's how you say her name. Sorry if it's wrong. Cause she does a lot of um, business style posts and entrepreneurship. Um, what else? Who else am I loving? I haven't been able to read as many blog posts recently. So it's like, I need to get back into it. Yeah. Uh, of course your blog posts. Uh, my amazing Aussie friend, Sophie May, I absolutely love her blog and all of her posts are just awesome. Absolutely Olivia. Oh, yeah. Um, I love all of them, honestly. Oh, she's just awesome. And, oh, why am I having a mental blank on the last one? I love her post, but I just can't remember her name. That is going to bug me. <laughs> um, podcasts. I love the Invisi Youth podcast. It's a podcast run by the founder of the Invisi Youth charity, Dominique Thale, and they um, interview young adults and teenagers with chronic illnesses and disabilities. That's so cool. Um, who are, like, experts in their field, like elite athletes and bloggers. Um, it's awesome, really inspiring. And who else? Oh, there's so many good ones. <laughs> yeah, there is. Uh, I'm really loving the Shameless podcast at the moment. Ooh, I just started listening. Oh, it's great. And Gold Digger. I absolutely love Gold Digger by Jenna Kutcher. I just started listening to those last two, like, this week. Oh, what are your favorite episodes? I haven't listened to that many. I think I've only listened to, like, one, and I was, like, half asleep, so I need to listen again. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Yeah, podcasts are great for at night, though, because they're, like, a really good way to relax. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I think I have one last question for, like, the lighter questions. And that's okay. just, what advice would you give to someone who, start- who wants to start a blog or a YouTube or whatever? Definitely go for it. Like I procrastinated from doing it for so long because I was scared to put my writing out there. But if you've got a passion for writing or for filming videos, do it. Like I know there's this big thing in that all the influencer or YouTuber or blogger industry is so full now. And yeah, there's so many people doing it, but you meet the most amazing people. It's such a great way oh, yeah. like to express yourself and you gain so many tips and tools like now I'm able to help family and friends that are wanting to start blogs or do social media and Instagram I'm able to teach them how to do things and it's just it is a great way to like I guess feel happy and express yourself in a way that you enjoy and you get to decide what you want to share online so obviously what I share online can be quite personal but it can be Mm -hmm about anything you're interested in and what you're comfortable with sharing. Oh, yeah. And, like, yes, it's scary about, like, what people are going to say. And, like, I've definitely had some experiences that weren't so great. But yeah, people, like, it might be a thing for, like, maybe two days, like, if somebody, like, brings it up in class or whatever. But people forget about it so quick. And, like, the thing is, is, like, everyone's doing their own thing, so nobody's really going to, like, continuously give you a hard time, at least in my experience. Yeah, and if they do, it's just about talking to someone or ignoring them as hard as it is because what you're doing is absolutely amazing and honestly a big thing to do with them making fun of you with that kind of thing is that they'd most likely be jealous because they wouldn't have the confidence or they're too scared to do something like that themselves. Yes, that's... 
very true and I feel like ignoring it really is like the best thing to do because yeah. they move on you know like there's so many other things going on for them to like it it's like with high school drama it normally fades after a few days I used to get made fun of when I had a YouTube channel and everyone would always bring it up and if I'd react then more people would join in but if I ignored it they'd all forget about it's it it's so true like nobody will remember it if you don't like give them a reaction because like what are they gaining literally nothing yeah though not to give a reaction is definitely not a very easy thing to do (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you can also just like just like leave it alone and just like walk away you know yeah I think that's a great idea I guess I'm lucky in that I don't have to worry about that so much anymore since I do like homeschool now but when I was at school it was like oh is someone gonna notice but I guess the big thing is living your life who are you living your life for you are you living your life for yourself or are you living your life for other people yes that's so true oh I did not know you did homeschool wait so what do you think (laughs) of it when did you start tell me more about that Oh, well, I started online school in year six uh, when after I had my accident, I started having severe, well, like really bad learning difficulties. I went from like being a really good student. I got good grades to struggling at school, not understanding anything. My anxiety like spiked because of all the weird brain stuff. Um, So my mom was absolutely amazing. And I did all the research and put up this whole like, papers on why I should do online school and why it would be better so I started halfway through year six and I'm now coming up to halfway through year 10 so coming up I think that's four years I'm bad with math (laughs) because of falling on my head but I did online school for three years which was great but then when I got sick um, I couldn't keep up with anything. I recently switched back to homeschool because as hard as I tried, um, I do my three classes in the morning and then I'd involuntarily fall asleep for four hours and then try and do schoolwork the rest of the day. But my brain just goes. I've only got a short amount of energy mm-hmm. and understanding of things. So by doing homeschool, I love it because I can work on blogging things I can work on business and base my learning in a way that I understand because you give me a maths sheet and don't explain it and I've got no idea what I'm doing and I can't remember anything so I can do a whole sheet of maths one day and fully understand it and you ask me about it two hours later and I can't remember it I just can't get things to stick in my brain so by doing homeschool it's great because I can learn things in a different way so that I can actually remember it, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah. I do partly online school right now, and I plan to do more of it next year. Oh, cool. I didn't know you could do part online, like part at school. Yeah. I Right now I'm doing one class online. Next year I'm going to do three. So do you enjoy doing the online class? I really do. It's nice because, like, I feel like there's some classes where, like, you, ca- you really need a teacher for them or, like, somebody to, like, keep you on track. Yeah, like, I'm learning French as my language. That would not be good online. <laughs> no, I tried learning a language online. It's not easy. No, and, like, I feel like with, like, a science class, too, 
it's like hard to like visualize it sometimes yep definitely difficult especially if they give you the like ingredients and experiments and you're on your own with it and you're terrified to blow up the kitchen oh yeah so I'm sticking with those at school and then I'm doing like uh next year I'm doing like a I guess like an advanced placement course so I'm doing that one on campus Oh, cool. What are you doing for the advanced placement course, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, yeah, no worries. It's like a European history type thing. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's called AP Euro. Oh, okay. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay, I have a few questions in the realm of, like, mental health, if you're okay talking about that. Yeah, totally fine. So, have you dealt with mental health problems and, like, your story with that, too? Um, Okay. So, I've had anxiety since I was eight um, due to having issues um, with my family, specifically my dad. And so, I've kind of dealt with having it for an extremely long time and I've done counselling for many years um it definitely wasn't easy and still isn't it's something that since my health has definitely gotten a whole lot worse um yeah it's I've only ever really dealt with anxiety but pretty severe anxiety and the best thing that ever helped me was horses so before my accident I'd done a few years of doing like psychologists and things like that but I never found anything really helped me manage it until I started doing horse riding lessons and horsemanship so learning on connecting with horses and learning to because to ride a horse and to connect with a horse you have to be confident you can't be anxious because they pick up on that Mm -hmm. so I loved that and that was how I managed it up until I fell on my head and became uh, quite scared of horses so that's something I'm hoping to work on soon um so yeah sorry my brain's like a bit out of it <laughs> no you're all good. um anxiety has definitely been a hard part of my life and something I've been judged on by so many people in my life because of it being so bad but I think the two things that have helped me the most is horses and and seeing the counsellor I am now because she's helping me manage the pain that I'm dealing with but also giving me mindfulness techniques and explaining ways that I can do things like tapping, pretending that you've got a song in your head and tapping like on your legs, Um, just little things to distract your mind so that you can keep in that calm place instead of going into a panic attack. Oh, yeah, anxiety is so tough. Yeah. Not a fun thing to experience and my heart goes out to anyone experiencing it because it's so common nowadays. Like that's what makes me quite sad because when I was younger, no one knew what anxiety was. Like I was the only like kid in my class that had like been diagnosed with anxiety. Yeah. So everyone was like, what's the heck is up with this kid? I don't understand why <laughs> she's like freaking out every day. Um, but now it's so common. Like you see it everywhere, which is great that it's breaking down the stigma of it. But it also makes me really sad that the amount of mental health issues has risen since like I was eight. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a bit about 
my mental health. I don't know if that explains things or if you have any questions, but yeah. No, that's perfect. And then I didn't get diagnosed until last year, actually. But I agree with that. It like it's becoming more of a thing, which is just awful. Yeah. And I'm sorry to hear that you deal with it as well because it's oh, it's the worst, honestly. You too, girl. <laughs> How so, do you manage it? Like, what's your biggest tip for managing it? Okay, so for me, I think my biggest tip is probably just um... – oh, my gosh, there's a bug on my desk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, can it go? Okay, it's gone. We're good. <laughs> but so my biggest tip probably would just be to kind of know what sets you off and know what makes you anxious and then kind of have like a plan for what you would what you're going to do. Oh, yeah, that's always a great idea. And just like kind of always having like a not always having a plan cuz like be spontaneous, but like Always knowing that you've got a way to manage it if the yeah, anxiety exactly. spikes up. What's yeah, your biggest I tip? Definitely... Oh, um, I guess knowing, like, self-talk and reminding yourself that you can get through it, that it will pass. Mm-hmm. And like you said, having a plan but also making finding how you deal with it best so whether it's if you get anxious you need to take yourself out of the situation and calm down for a bit I find that with myself if I get anxious I'll step outside and take a breather walk around on the grass and then I'll come back in or whether it's you need someone to talk to you like being vocal about with other people that you are struggling and that you need to do this so then you're not worrying about what other people are thinking and you're able to focus on yourself yeah and, like, I've, I should have said this earlier, but, like, when I get anxious at school, I kind of just, like, grab the bathroom pass and, like, walk around for a few minutes. And I find that very helpful. So, if you are in school and you're anxious or having panic attacks, I mean, yeah, just grab the bathroom pass and walk around for a few minutes. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I had a pass at school um if I got really anxious and just needed to get out, they, I didn't end up needing a pass, but I could just like nod to my teacher and they let me go out for a bit and just calm down because sometimes, or having the bathroom pass is probably better because if another teacher saw me out, I'd have to explain why I was out um, because obviously they don't want students just wandering around the school during class. So yeah, yeah definitely having some do. sort of pass. Yeah, I have a pass yeah, but it helps. that's like, I'm feeling anxious, but if I use it, I have to go to the health, the, like the counselor, like in the health room. Oh. And I'd rather just walk in a circle and come back. Yeah, well, we, it's good to have that, I guess, for if you really need to talk to someone, but sometimes all you really need is just to be in your own space and calm down because I don't know about you, but unless it's my mom, um, if someone comes like up to me or tries to talk to me, when I'm in that panic space, I just, I can't. It makes me even more anxious having someone else to worry about talking to. Oh, yeah. I feel like if I'm, like, panicking or anxious or whatever, I probably seem so mean. <laughs> oh, no. Like, if people, if you explain to people 
what you're going through and that that's what I, I mean about like voicing because I used to just snap at someone by accident if they'd be talking to you. I'm like, can you just be quiet for a minute? And they'd like go all quiet and I'd feel really bad. So now I'm just like, look, I'm anxious. I kind of need my own space. It's nothing <laughs> to do with you. But if you're going to sit here, can you be quiet or can you just let me be on my own for a little bit and I'll be fine in a few minutes? Just so then no one thinks that you hate them. <laughs> um, but so you're able to cope and, yeah, then people know for future. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if I have any other questions. I'm, like, scanning my – oh, I have one more. What keeps you inspired with blogging, life, everything? Uh, definitely other people. I'm a big person for role models, both online and offline. Like, my – whole social media feed is filled with people that inspire me so when I'm in a funk like I have been now because I've been dealing with um, a pretty bad um, flare-up with my chronic illness for the past month and I haven't been able to write or do a lot really Um, but trying to get back into that wanting to write and things making sense because when I get flare-ups my brain fog gets worse so I can't put my thoughts to words properly so getting inspired by other people like reading other people's blog posts listening to podcasts that inspire me it gets me really motivated to then work on the projects I want to work on and I'm trying to step out of my comfort zone a bit more at the moment with both my captions on Instagram absolutely terrify me at the moment Um, I love your captions and Oh, really? Oh, that's like a huge relief. I get really nervous about like oversharing online, but it's, I want to be a voice because I know what it's like to feel so alone. And I, when I like with dealing with chronic illness and with mental health, and I never want anyone else to feel like that. Yeah. That's also why I started this podcast. Cause I feel like it's, I don't know. I just feel like it's more of like a safe place to talk about things. Yeah. And it's also like, you get to, I know with someone being like bed bound half the time, getting to hear other people having conversations and just talking, one, you get to know the person's personality more and you you feel like you're connected with them even more than through writing. Oh, yeah. And you kind of get that social aspect of it in a way, which probably sounds ridiculous, but um, I've noticed that a lot with my friends. Um, a lot of us use social media Um as a socializing way like when I do a social media cleanse it's like oh I miss my friends who am I going to talk to for the next week yeah because I don't I'm not able to get out all the time so I love what you're doing with your podcast and I love all your episodes like I think it's great that you're doing this as well as your blog oh thank you yeah because pretty much like all the people not like my whole school obviously because like I don't know most people at my school but like most of the people I talk to or, like, see on a daily basis pretty much know about my blog and, like, my Instagram and stuff. But, like, they don't, they don't like, really – the only people who listen to my podcast that know me are, like, my best friends, not, like, just, like, acquaintances. So I feel like it's – I'm just, yeah. like, way more comfortable on here. Yeah, I totally understand that. And, yeah, I've always wanted to start a podcast. Like, seeing that you started one, it's like, oh, that's so exciting. I can't wait to listen to it. And then when you put up about wanting to interview people, I was like, am I going to do it? Am I going to, like, try to push myself a bit? Because, like, talking is so much different to writing. 
yeah um i'm so glad you are really cool recording this though with me like also you should start one that'd be awesome oh you think i've like always wanted to but it's slightly terrifying (laughs) (laughs) it really is but like you can do it girl i might just have to do that you might have to stay tuned Oh, well, thank you, and, like, thanks for letting me jump on and oh, yeah, of course. talk about my story a bit more. Yeah, I hope this episode was helpful to anyone struggling with similar things. Yeah, and please, like, feel free to DM me. Like, my DMs are always open, and I love getting to know people. Like, I've loved starting blogging and getting to know Carly and, like, moving up here I'm talking to you about, oh my gosh, we're halfway here and the car's broken down and this and that. Like (laughs) people online become, there's like this difference between you make friends online, but it doesn't feel like they're online. Oh yeah. If that makes sense. And like with FaceTime too. Yes, it's the best. That's what I love about like phones and social media is getting to connect with people. Yes. I'm going to DM you after this and I'll give you my number so we can FaceTime soon. (laughs) Oh, that would be awesome. I look forward to that. But I think that's all I have for today's episode. Anything else you want to say? Uh, not that I can think of. I think I've rambled on long enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. And don't forget to check out Alina. All of her socials and stuff will be in like the show notes. Awesome. And thank you so much for having me. It was really awesome to get to do of this. Of course. Thing. Thank you yeah, for coming really on. Really exciting. Bye. Bye.